Tired of complex and high credit card processing fees? It's time to simplify. Whether you own a big business or a small startup, Empower Payments can save you money. Streamline your payment process while saving money today with Empower Payments. Learn more at EmpowerPayments.com. That's EmpowerPayments.com. Isn't this a sports show? Papa, tell me about tell me about the radio days. Oh, well, there were many, many struggles and many difficulties. Almost entirely. I remember hearing this one radio show where they did nothing but visual gags on an audio medium. The host did a whole segment with his nose taped to his forehead. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. Papa, whatever happened to him? Son, I don't think you're ready for that story. All I can tell you is don't do cocaine. Too late, Papa. I learned it from watching you. (laughs) Take the show with you by listening on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app at 810whb.com or by searching for Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. You did this to me, Papa. I just just wanted to be like you, Papa. This is Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We got a lot to sort through here on tonight's edition of Almost Entirely Sports. We've got a little bit of fun news in the baseball realm. We've got some silly things going on in the National Basketball Association. On uh, Friday, I was out at the Big Slick press conference kicking off uh, what was a great weekend benefiting Children's Mercy Hospital this weekend. Uh, I've got some highlights and some thoughts from all of that. Rudy's hockey team beat I would say one of my top two hockey teams. I get my hockey allegiances. I don't hold too tightly to, you know? And it's all just a game. That's such an important thing to remember. Because they played. I can't remember what happened. It's not important. That was one. You know, it was just the only... Here's what I'll say about hockey. Is it America's sport? Of course not. Football reigns supreme. Basketball super popular. I'm not going to sit here and say hockey's my favorite sport. I don't know if there's a more pure, like, championship-winning sport because wow. it's, it's the the captain gets to like carry the trophy right like you don't get that in the other sports where there is like there's almost like a a like a high school tournament like college still kind of feel to it where you're like man this is kind of awesome like and the trophy always gets broken like it might be the best team sport measuring by amount of teaminess yeah is that the it's, take? I think that might yeah, be true. I, I like that. Because in hockey, it's all about the boys. Everything. Like, you, you listen, if you listen to the Avs players, and this is not anything, like, uh, unique for the Avs. Every team does this. Every, every one of them at some point was just like, I'm just so happy I had to celebrate with the boys. Can't wait to take that's, that picture with the boys. You got you to get together with the, the boys. boys. It's, that's really important. So, uh, we, you know, I don't know. Do you want to, do you want to, there's a water bottle back there, Rudy. I don't know if you want to just dent it really hard in celebration. And that's the other great thing, man. It's the, it is the one, like, again, because you actually allow players to just, like, go wild with it as they're, you know, just skating around an ice rink. The trophy always gets, like, dented or dropped. Like, that trophy, it, it is never in mint condition. After the first night. And and name another trophy that everybody, which, hey, 
maybe over the last few years we shouldn't we don't want to be sharing quite as much but like <laughs> name another trophy that allows you just to chug out of there right? no it's huge like no it's it's the old, it's the perfect team it is here's what i will say about the Stanley cup it is it is definitely the best trophy in all of, in all of uh sports i think so I think the, it is. The Super Bowl, it's huge. Yeah. You can drink out of it. The Super Bowl trophy certainly comes with more like honor, I guess, like long term wise, right? Because you're if you're Patrick Holmes, but that, I Super think that's Bowl just about whatever. That's about whatever whatever sport you care about yeah. the most, really. Well, I mean, I think your point still stands. Yeah, and I, I would say like again, part of that is just most of America cares about football more, right? But but there's not a better just trophy. No, 100, right? I 100% agree. The Super no Bowl might back. win more, but that the Stanley Cup just is cooler. The I, aesthetically yes. best trophy in, in professional sports has to be the Stanley Cup. What's the worst? We do. Hmm, well, I would say obviously Super Bowl is iconic. I've got some hot takes here. NBA is pretty great. Um, MLS is well made, and I think baseball just has a pile of metal, just a little hunk of metal. So I I, I think just by you know that definition, it's not very, it's the worst. I so here's the thing. But it is kind of cool with all the little flags. Rob Manfred, notwithstanding, which is as all conversation should begin. Rob Manfred, notwithstanding. I think the World Series trophy might be the it might be the coolest to look at, but I think it is objectively the worst to like party with. You know, yeah. you can't be breaking off flags. No, 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 no. You, I want a, I want a trophy I can dent. I wish the the, the football. I wish the football on the Lombardi Trophy could be separated from the base, maybe with some heavy magnets or some or a little lock mechanism. Yeah. Because I think Rob Gronkowski should have been legally allowed to pull the football off the top of the Lombardi Trophy and then spike, spike it, it, dent it, scuff it. Who cares? It's about it's about celebrating your sport. You know what? Let the let the basketball come off the top of the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Yeah. Why not? Somebody should dunk it. The one you thing- win. You win. Steph Curry should. <sighs> All right, hold on. Warriors, Warriors win the title. That's done, right? They they win the title, but you don't vote on most valuable player. You vote on the order in which players are allowed to shoot the top of the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Ooh. Whoever makes it first is the MVP. So Steph would have gotten the first shot, but he's probably never. Made, you know, here's another question: Do you practice? Because it's it's way smaller than a basketball. It's heavier than a basketball. So if you're Steph between like game Steph five and practicing. six, I think I think I think Steph is shooting a medicine ball for reps there. But if he misses it, then Andrew Wiggins gets a shot. All of a sudden, we're down to a point where Kavon Looney is able to take a three from the top Kaminga. of the key. Jonathan Kaminga at it from half court. Or maybe you start from farther away if you're a worse player. I don't know. We'll work all that out. But I want I want more trophies to get damaged, and I want that to be a part of the point of more trophies. So that I feel perfect about. The one thing, and, and, and I do understand, it doesn't like this does not bother me at all that other leagues do this, where the first the first thing, the first people that are congratulated are the owners generally. But hockey gets away from it. Yeah, which I uh, which again doesn't like bother me like they are the they do own the team they are the the money i get but but like let's be honest your journey doesn't say cronky the owner does the is literally doing the least they are just the cash right they are they are the investor 
the players and then the coaches and the general manager even like right there they're the ones actually doing all this work i i would like they're to the see, ones out there with broken bones in yeah, their legs I, I would like to, to see more players and essentially just it can be the team captains right them them being the first ones to to receive the award the to trips be around the ice are yeah. so good this is, this is part of the fun. They, they were talking so about this on Lebitard, so I, I like to tell you when I'm stealing bits by accident, um, just because you know my brain's it seeped in too far. It's like lead poisoning. They're talking about this on Lebitard. Uh, are you self-conscious about being the last player with the trophy? You have been told you're the least important of the players. What happens? But he, but hold on. But he, maybe you think I don't want to be the you know equipment manager hoisting it up over my head you know not looking nearly as athletic as all of these literal space aliens around me playing this game but do you have any idea how cool it must be to be the equipment manager of a hockey team that just won the Stanley Cup and you are on the ice holding the Stanley Cup over your head yeah that and you get feeling, a kiss, and you get a kiss it you get to just plant a big fat smoocher on there you get to kiss a cup that Nathan McKinnon, that Kale McCarr, who's being called the greatest defenseman since Bobby Orr, right? You know, the Wayne Gretzky defenseman. You got to kiss the same cup that man kissed. Well, kid, because he's 23, but still. Legally a man. Legally a man. Hockey terms a kid. I did like... Um, that whole city has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I did love, I think it was like... because this, And honestly, this reminded me so much of um, when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, where they asked Eric Johnson, like... NHL is such a copycat league. Like, what what are teams going to do to copy you? And he just kind of laughed. Get a Kale McCarr, I guess? Just because it just reminded me so much of the Chiefs. Everybody's like, well, now everybody's just going to emulate what the Chiefs do. Yeah. It's like, how do you do that? Just, just, just get Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, I guess. I guess that seems pretty easy. I do enjoy like that. Like that, that part I really enjoyed because it very much reminded me just of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Of just like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just you, you can't really replicate greatness unless you have great players right right? like you have to have generational type players like to to be able to do this stuff winning without that is remarkably impressive yeah most teams don't no uh i i do think since we're on the hockey here and i i we will talk about Vinny pasquantino some obviously there's baseball still happening but he's not playing in it so you shouldn't care about that game more sports uh, quickly though need to follow like hockey's like I agree. the fandom of it. Yes, 100%. There's a, there is a purity to it. No, I'm going to stick with the hockey. Teams don't you have. know what? I'm going to I promise you. I'm going to skate back around in a little circle here, but I'll, I'll give you the layout of the rest of the show real quick. We will talk about Vinny Pasquantino getting the call up, Carlos Santana being traded again. The Royals are playing, but neither of those guys are playing in it. And so I'm not, I don't have any I don't have tomorrow be fun. Any concern with what's happening yeah, right now. Um but Looking into the future a little bit, we'll also have shows Wednesday and Thursday this week that we'll have our you know some of our favorite Royals guests on to talk more about all this because the Royals play early on Wednesday and, and no game Thursday I believe. So we'll, we'll get more in the weeds on kind of what it means for the team right now. But I, I do want to talk about Pasquantino getting called up and Santana getting traded to the Mariners. Um, we will have Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest of Chiefs Digest. Goodness, as we do every uh, Monday. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I like talking to Matt, and so I'm, you know, there's probably some Chiefs things here I mean, or there. So much, so much Chiefs news. So many. Where does he think? Does he think uh, Durant's going to get traded or not? You know, would the Chiefs want Kevin Durant? Where would he play? I mean, the receiver room looks deeper than last year, but they're still not like the so-called number one. And I take a flyer on Kevin Durant. He'd he'd be terrifying uh, coming out on the edge. I think you know? Willie Collins wants to go back to his football days. I feel like I feel like that size might help. I mean, 
the Chiefs are just loving their Kentucky players right now. That's so. true. That's true. They're on go a tear. A, go get another one. I like that a lot. Uh, so we'll talk to Matt at 8, and then Aaron Ladd of KSHB41 will join us at 9, and we'll talk about uh, a few other things that I, I do want to talk about, some of the NBA stuff. Um, Draymond Green in the podcast space. I'm really conflicted about some things there. I think that'll be a good a good topic of conversation. But so we'll we'll sift through some of that, and then again, I've got a couple pieces of audio from Big Slick this week. So that's sort of the the layout of the next few hours. But since since we are firmly here with our feet on skates on ice in Hockey Town, um, first of all, Rudy, I'm you know, it, even though it robbed me and my beloved um, Tampa Bay Lightning and all of us diehard hockey fans. It mm-hmm. did rob us of seeing a three-peat. It did. That, you know, I'm, I have not slept since the game ended. I did forget about it and miss the first period. It happens. You know, you love it. You love something so much, sometimes you just black out and forget about it. Uh, but I, I am uh, very glad that you were able to to witness yet another championship here yeah. in your lifetime. I imagine um, that you were hopefully watching it on like your dad's cable, yes. that, and not yes. trying to like get it through a satellite no, on yeah. a, I, your phone or something. I, I was watching it on um, ABC, which uh, again, like it was just, you know, I, I, I for the longest part of my life, it seemed like I didn't watch any team win. And I, I've been pretty fortunate over the last like you know five-ish years to where like even though the Nuggets like have more anything back-to-back MVP on their team right very good Chiefs have been great it's fun and like I'm not gonna pretend like the Avs are like anywhere near my like top in terms of favorite teams like sure I like the, the I I watch a decent amount of Avs games but if the Chiefs are also playing that takes priority right sure if Kentucky's playing that takes priority if, if the Nuggets are playing that takes priority and that which happens a decent amount be surprised how often that both the Nuggets and the Avalanche are playing and when it happens, I'm watching the Nuggets. Generally, I like the sport better. Hockey is a lot of fun to watch, though, and it's just the, and this team especially is a lot of fun to watch because like and, and the Avs have largely been a pretty good team while I've watched them, but they were really really bad like five years ago. Well, so here's like, the thing that I think is horrendously bad. You're gonna have to check my facts on this, yeah. but t- two things that that really get me. One is you mentioned that hockey is a hockey is fun. You said something that hockey is like and play- just fun to watch. Playoff hockey might Tremendous. be the best of like it's like it's NCAA tournament probably number one, and then playoff hockey too. I think it's a good comparison. Like I I wish that we cared about the hockey wild. playoffs like we care about March Madness on some level. Um, I, it's just it's, Kansas a, it's City a blast. Had a hockey team. I I. The people in this town would love it. I agree completely. Hockey is a very welcoming sport in that way. That's why my theory about you know it should be the thing we show aliens whenever they get here. Um, I, I just think I think the entry point for hockey and the amount that you can enjoy it as a new fan makes it, it makes it a good sport for growing. And then I don't know. Hopefully, maybe being, being on ESPN will grow up more. I don't know. To the salary, abs point, uh, the salary cap is going up for the first time in like five years. By, well, that's, that's I think good. Like, almost ten million, maybe. Um, so the, I hope it keeps going. I assume the ESPN money is in decent part because of that. I would love to keep watching the Coyotes be terrible and the Lightning be good. You know, hey, Darcy Kemper came from Phoenix, so it's basically a Coyotes title. That's basically a, that's basically a title for the greater Phoenix area. Um, here's my thing on the Abs that I, I I think I think I heard correctly, and I think everybody can find appreciation in this in the sports scene, is that they were really bad five years ago, and a lot of the guys that just held a Stanley Cup over their head this weekend were here, were there 
during that stretch. I don't know how much of that overlap was, but that was one of the things I was seeing that I wanted to ask you about. That to, to have guys be on, on some bad teams still be playing a role on championship teams a handful of years later is quintessential sports story stuff. Yeah, so uh, to kind of like sum it up, the Avs, like before they were really bad, were a, a solid team. Nothing. It had some good young players. They were a fine team. And then all of a sudden you had like Ryan, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, who is who wanted out one of their better players. He's now in St. Louis. Matt Duchesne, who's one of their top young players coming up. He went out. A bunch of players all of a sudden decided they wanted out. A couple of them decided they're just not going to play. About a month before training camp started, uh, Patrick Waugh, who was their head coach at the time, just so people know, Joe Sackage and Patrick Waugh are the two best players in Avalanche history. Joe Sackage is the current general manager, and for a while, Patrick Waugh was the head coach. So you had the two best players in franchise history as the GM and the head coach. About a month before the season started, he quits. He's just like, I'm done. I'm good. And so the abs very much last second. And, with, with and the they game, were like, hey, they were like their, hey, sir, why would you do this to me? With their best players saying, we're not going to play, we want to be traded. And they bring in Jared Bednar, who is a minor league coach. This is another one. Yes, he's he is coached at like every level yes. of hockey. Who is a very different type of personality in the sense that like he is so like when you think of coaches, I think especially football and hockey coaches, you think of yelling and and just and yelling and screaming and and you know just you know, you think of uh, Bruce Arians just you know just cursing left and right mm. and. He, they say Jared Bednar yells like once a year and he just like does not say he does not like saying bad words. It's just like which is just so anti what a coach of course what you believe a coach to be. So they say when he does yell, they're like legitimately scared because it's like we just never hear it. What have we done to him? So it's like <laughs> yeah. when he does yell, it's like, oh crap. We deserve this. They and also made a point coming back from one of the breaks late in the game that he was talking with and drawing on the clipboard like yes. the entirety of that commercial break, which I would not have I would not have even noticed, but they made a point on the broadcast to say that does not happen very Broadcast often. was very good. Like he, that, was, broadcast was great. And for which I did, I just assumed they had. You know, they they obviously like Steve Levy and um, Sean McDonough mm-hmm. have done multiple plenty. Right? They they've been doing that for a long time. I assumed a lot of the other guys had been doing TV for a while for various networks, and they're like, oh yeah, especially their their pre you know pre game post game intermission hosts. First year ever doing TV. It's like, oh. Didn't know that. These guys are pretty good for their first year doing yeah. TV. Yeah. So shouts out to the, the broadcast. But yeah, so uh, you know. The team is five years ago the lowest point total in NHL. Um, they have the worst record. Jared Bednar even said he didn't think he was coming back because mm. he just had the worst. He was essentially the interim coach for a year. wasn't even like fully guaranteed that he would be that long term. They just needed somebody to like kind of right the ship. He gets brought back. You know, all of a sudden they make the playoffs and, and like they they had had like that team was terrible. And then you know, but they, they Nathan McKinnon was on that team. Gabriel Landeskog was on the team. They they had some very young talented players like McKinnon was I think the third overall pick so like they had they had guys who were looking like they potential you know like these guys could be stars yeah Joe Sakic who was essentially you know the Avs version of John Elway except good at his job <laughs> pulled off a couple of basically uh Boston uh Nets trades wow. to where he sent a bunch of his good players to good teams for first round picks those teams ended up imploding and so these first round picks that when trading their good players to other good teams turn into third and fourth overall picks. So as the Avs are making the playoffs, they get the fourth overall pick from I, I forget I, I think it was a Canadian team I forget who that fourth overall pick turns into Kale McCarr, who is one twenty three one. He is the only I think the, I can't remember all of it, but basically he's the only player in NHL history to have like won 
I think a youth league title, a college world series. Uh, no way it's called year. a world series, right? Wow. Final four, frozen four, frozen, frozen four. four. I knew there was a name for uh, yes. it. I just couldn't um, be world series. Rookie of the year, defenseman of the year. And, uh, you know, the, um, the, the Calder cup or, or the, whatever they call the MVP of, of the postseason. He, he's won it all. He's 23. Seems, won everything. That's, that's, I guess that is how you start getting compared to Bobby Orr. Yeah, yeah. That's is you win everything forever. By, yeah, by the time you're like 23. And yeah. so, yeah. And so it's just, it, you know, it was kind of a slow build. And every year they got a little bit better. And then last year was kind of the first disappointing year where it was like, this team should go to the Stanley Cup finals, very least the Western Conference finals. And they lose in the second round. Nathan McKinnon was pissed. The whole team was mad. They tell you, you, you hear all the time, like the put the bad things behind you. Mm-hmm. Literally every other game, they were talking about their loss throughout the year to the to the Golden Knights in the second round. They were just like, you could tell it just made them mad, like the whole year. And and they had one of the most historic years in NHL history. They tied for the most wins over the course of a history. I think they had the second most come from behind wins in NHL history. I mean, it, they they had one of the and and the what probably I, I don't know all the numbers. Arguably the most dominant postseason ever. They finished mm-hmm. plus thirty in goal differential. Second place was at plus six. It just in the postseason. Like, just in the postseason. Like they, they, it was plus thirty in the postseason. It's bleeping bunkers. It's they're such a fun team to watch too. And again, like to use the kind of the Chiefs comparison, they're just so fast. Yeah. And, right. And like that, what made the Chiefs so much fun and has made them so much fun is, you know, a lot of it is obviously deep passes to Tyreek Hill, the big plays, right? Mahomes running around for his life, you know, and then finding some guy in, you know, in the back of the end zone. They, the Avs are very much like that. Everybody on that team is fast. They, you know, they have a and the and they have a handful of guys, especially their core guys, like their entire front line was on that forty-eight point season, right? Like the worst team in hockey. And their entire front line was from that team. Hmm. Like you, you just—I don't think That's you see cool. that very often, right? You yeah. might see some guys hang around. Like Eric Johnson at this point was is probably their fourth or fifth best defenseman. He was on that team for a while. He was their best defenseman. He's just you know he's played in the league for like fourteen years now, right? Which he even mentioned. None of us knew this. He almost retired this off season. Hmm. He came this close. He said to, be, to hanging it all up, and now he's won you know won a title after being in Colorado for twelve years. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. And I think that again, Abs are now three and zero in the Stanley Cup Finals. Never lost. Every time they get there, they win. I don't know about all that, but I think that I, and I hope that people who might not give a solitary belief about the Colorado Avalanche or the NHL in general, I, I I think that the story of that team is so compelling that maybe it doesn't make you care about the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. but it it gives you a path to what it would feel like to have a team here. I like this is this is I think that's a great like narrative side of where that comes from. I love the narratives within all of sports. If you wanted to talk about uh, some of the intricacies within the actual game, watching the third period last night where the the Lightning desperately needed a goal to keep their season going and they got a, I, by the end once they pulled the goalie, I think it changed a little bit. I'm sure it changed some. But with like 5 minutes left in the period, the Lightning had had like 3 shots on goal. Yeah. Maybe le- it might have been 2 shots on goal and like legitimately 15 minutes into the period. And it, and in those last 5 minutes it changed real fast just because there's the desperation of right. we have five minutes to get a goal, and then there was the play where I I, I think it might have been Kucherov, might have been Stamkos, 
drills a puck at goal and hits Landeskog's skate and knocks the blade off. And there's that knocked the blade off. There's that scene of Nathan McKinnon just dragging, dragging him. a corpse. It was like <laughs> it was like watching Saving Private Ryan. He is just dragging him across, just trying to get him close enough to the to the side where they can sub somebody out for or on for him. It was and, and this happened. And it might have been. It could have been too many men. I was paying uh, attention. I, the, the 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 guy who came on for Landis Scott, I think Landis Scott was close enough. They talked, and they also, talked about it. They, they talked oh, they, about they it. Did. And also they discussed like, it. The the too many men on the ice, like they're, they're right. I, and they know, discussed it with the broadcast. John Cooper, the Lightning, even made to it. Like it's obviously like, there's a gray area for there sure. because like you can be with because everyone's constantly and, coming on and off the ice. So the sport is crazy. You should it, care about it. What's also more. crazy is like, I, I, and I think people don't fully assume just how, how hard this sport is to play because like you'll see people when when they talk about oh this guy's been out there for like 90 seconds yes like, wait that doesn't seem like long it's just like no once once you've crossed that like especially at 90 second threshold you are dead like skate, you are just go, you are exhausted go skate for one minute as hard as you can and then go stand Stop in traffic you, going back go and forth. stand in traffic and get hit by a pickup truck and tell me how you feel you've played a minute of hockey like it, it is. Please legally hold on, Rudy. Sorry, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Almost entirely sports recommends that you do not go stand in traffic. Be safe on and off the motorways. But that's what it would feel it's like. So cra- it's it is a wild sport. Skate up and down the ice for a minute while your two friends who are better at skating than you have foam you. baseball bats just ch- just thumping. It would look like a James Winston workout, you know? Just <laughs> 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 that might. Oh man! Just hey. cartoon workout equipment on ice for some reason. We're about to find out James Winston listens to the show because if we see this video in the next week, James Please. Winston one hundred percent listens to the show. Please let James Winston keep doing silly workouts that he posts on the internet. Oh, good. He look, and he's in better shape than I am. Oh, I'm, not, look, I'm not. I'm not questioning the thing. I, Jameis Winston's a king. Since Jameis Winston is clearly a listener of this show, I want him to know that this is not me making fun of his incredible workout techniques. I just want to see more. I don't. I don't want to watch the Biggest Loser or whatever. Is that still on? There's no way that's still I on TV. Don't think so. That can't still be on TV. That show had Survivor to be problematic, is, oh, right? Yeah. Survivor. Survivor. Survivor's an amazing race. You know, yeah. I think Survivor yeah. might have some problematic undertones, but you know, I think anyway. Uh, I don't need that in my life. I don't want to watch Jazzercise. I'm not trying to buy a Shakeway. I almost did the Shakeway thing and remembered that we're on live video, and that would have been a gift that would have followed me forever. So take that video, watchers. I didn't give you the good stuff. I actually wouldn't mind. Jazzer size and coming back. That was pretty cool. I want Jamer size. Jamer size. Boom. I'm down with that. Just got a wobbly bench press. Just going to town. Kansas City needs a hockey team. Now, the, the one good thing about Kansas City not having a soccer or a hockey team, I almost said soccer team. You did have, say soccer I team. Say, I said soccer team once, almost said it twice. We do have a soccer team. We do soccer teams. I would argue we might have four. We definitely yeah. have three. Because uh, we have uh, Sporting KC2 and KC Current 2. Oh, I was giving the comments their love. And we have the comments. That's five. five. It's our capital of America. Some are saying. Some would say. World Cup 2026. Hell yeah. We discussed that? I think so. Let's get the uh, Hockey World Cup next. Oh, man. There, there is a, uh, I mean, you know, it's the, um, um, the, obviously you have the Olympics, but then they have the. Uh, Bring the Olympics to Kansas. What the heck do they call it? They do have like a, like an actual, it's more of, a, it's a youth general thing, but like yeah. the. We'll just call it the U.S. Open Cup because that feels uh, like that covers yeah. like four sports. But like you know, you, you the USA plays in and all ever all the countries play in. I think before I forget exactly what it's called. Essentially, the World Cup of Hockey. You just have I think younger players playing it. Anyways, 
The one good thing about Kansas City not having a hockey team is I don't have to make that decision on whether or not I, I switch allegiances because I don't think I can. Yeah. I think I'm just an Abs and Nuggets guy. I'm trying to NHL or NBA. I think I'm just kind of stuck with those teams. Here's... And I say stuck as in like I root for pretty dang good teams. Yeah, these are teams. I I uh, I don't know why philosophically I've done this. Also, I don't know if you you just turned the camera to yourself just then Didn't makes me think to. it was an accident. Yeah, I usually would just let it go, but you were about to go in like to pick out a booger or something. I was like, I don't need. <laughs> no, I was just like wiping wiping the face down. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Go, no, you were you go were off into my own little world. You were yeah, your own little world is what you call your left nostril. You were up in your own little world. That's what I was confused about. You were wiping your face, but you were two knuckles deep up your no, up your nose hole. I almost I said nostril again. True. I wanted to change it. Yeah, you were all the way up there, man. Um, I as a life philosophy have started to realize. I don't know where this even came from, but it's it's been recurring enough now. And it's just true that I occasionally think back to just like stuff I was worried about when I was like, I, I the, my signposts are like 13, 16, 18, you know, that kind of range. And I think about the things I was worried about, genuinely worried about, you know, like just, just the stuff that plagues you at age 13, 16 and 18. And all of it was so, so remarkably stupid. It's like, oh, I could have just been like a carefree 16 year old and just had a much less anxious time with all of that because now we have like real things to worry about yeah but also and also i think some realization that there is so little we can do oh yeah (laughs) there's so little that we can i i hate which for some people causes even more anxiety right no that also is not helpful and i understand i don't mean to add that to anybody else's plate uh, and in the anxiety department but like Today, there was some story, not that we have to go overseas to find horrible things happening, but there, I saw today that there was some Russian bombing that, that I think it was a, it was a, I don't even remember, it was like a hotel or a movie theater, something else, and there were a thousand Ukrainians in there. Just like, just a war crime of horrifying proportions. Um, and it's been one on top of a million others. How do we get here? I've literally already forgotten. But I, you see, you see stuff like that, and... And sometimes I just I just stare at that, and that that's my next like half hour is just like so. What do I do? What do I, how do I, I this make I feel horrible about the fact this is happening. Well, there's a story about you know the I think the Missouri family went down to Florida and their kid um, fell off a ride, stuff like uh, that. Like recently, it's right stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's and I don't mean to put anybody on blast, but like every local media, every local newspaper outlet across the country will tweet out some of the national news. Yeah, that's just like. Here, this was another one that actually happened. Sorry for like distressing topics showing up here. I don't know where this is just how my brain works sometimes. I'm not bragging. Uh, I'm complaining. But it was like, mother sets fire to house, stabs four of seven children. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with any of that stuff. Anyway, that's a much more extreme version of the very silly things that we worried about when we were 13 and 15 and 16 or whatever. Um, here, I remembered how we got to here. Boy, this got so dark for something that could have been such an easy throwaway. But I've just been more thinking about more of the general topics of things that used to make me anxious versus things that stress me out now, and realize that as a child, those were silly things to worry about. So now there are probably some things that are analogous to that, not war crimes and murders, but like, you know. Should I button? Should my? I had a second button come unbuttoned on the on my shirt here at some point before the show started. Like, oh, should I button this up and try to you know keep this keep some of this majesty under here concealed, or should Twitch get to see my entire chest? And it was like, you know what? I it doesn't. My answer to that does not matter. 
it just doesn't matter. Yeah. I can just let that go. That's something that I how how much chest hair my shirt was showing, or at this point, how much skin my V neck was showing as a thirteen year old, and if that would if that was gonna seem like I was doing too much as a thirteen year old or whatever, dumb thing to worry about. Should I have to root for the Kansas City hockey team? This is where it started. Nope. Oh, another great thing about that is where that is just to be clear, that is where the whole train of thought started for me, which is that I at some point had thought, yep. well, if Kansas City gets an NBA team, am I going to be like a Suns fan first and then also rooting for the Kansas City team? Or what if it's, can I split my lead? Hey, man. Hey, moron. Wait 15 years. If there's a team here in 15 years, you can figure it out when you're 40 some years old. You can figure that out as a 40 year old man. Right now, there's not a team here. Live your life. One more fun fact about Sorry for bringing so many horrible things into this segment, <laughs> and I don't just mean Rudy celebrating the Stanley Cup. One more fun thing about the uh, the Avs playoff run. It uh, resulted in them beating the St. Louis Blues, causing St. Louis misery with <laughs> their captain, Ryan Riley, who demanded to be traded out from the Avs the year before. That, that led to their you know, terrible year. So suck it, St. Louis. You can have your never-won-anything captain. <laughs> That was that was vitriolic. Made me happy. I get it. That's a pretty good. That's I like beating St. Louis. No, like you get a little beating the Blues makes me happy. That look, you got to find things that make you happy in this world, and don't worry so much about the little dumb things that stress you out. There are plenty of big stressful things that you probably can't do much about. Do some, you know. I don't mean like, I don't mean like local or even like domestic politics. The just like Russia Ukraine thing feels like it's pretty high on the list. If like, you can like donate some money, but I, you know, the steal stories, and it's like I don't have, I'm not in Top Gun Maverick too. Or like, will the Chiefs resign Orlando Brown Jr.? I can't do anything about that. All these things are of equal weight. Um, you know, personally, I would probably disagree, but that's something you were willing to say, Rudy, and so I, you know, would hate to tell you that you're wrong. Well, I mean, if you think we don't talk enough sports, we just gave you like 30 minutes of hockey talk and, then, of hockey. and then like two minutes of existential dread. So I think that's a pretty good ratio for us. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. I'll stand by that. Planet is flat. If it's not flat, it's why flat are we falling a, off? It's flat in a circular motion. What? Uh, that makes no sense. Yeah. What does that mean? Are we on a record player right now? Can we stop it? That's what the Earth is. It's a record player. What's the record? But the record's on a player in that instance, though. What's the record player? If the world the record, record player is is the universe, and we're just on the universe is our record player. That's either the most beautiful or the stupidest <laughs> piece of bleep I've literally ever heard. I think it's a little bit of both, and that's what makes it glorious. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Speaking of a nice flat earth, I thought we were going to spend a larger portion of the show tonight talking about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I really did. Um, and then... But the Avs had to start their legacy by killing a dynasty. <laughs> that's right. Another thing that Kale McCarr said was just as to Kale McCarr's greatness. That's that's really great. I've got no counterpoint to that at all. God, like I, hockey's so pure, man. Do you guys have a Vander Kane, or is that somebody else? No, 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 no. We beat a Vander Kane in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Purity wins. Thank God we don't have Vander Kane. The crazy thing about him is that. His his Wiki, I think we did this at some point, maybe off air. Probably, his his yeah. Wikipedia. We definitely talked about it. I just don't know if it was. Yeah, I think we talked about it over. Evander Kane's Wikipedia 
you know, lots of famous people end up having a controversy section, but Evander Kane's has like four or five subheaders, and that is special. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Kyrie and Katie. I thought we were going to talk more about this. It seemed like the Nets were all falling apart. At one point, Brian Windhorst reported that um, the Nets would prefer to lose not just Kyrie, but Kyrie and Durant rather than the status quo. Now, I don't know what exactly status quo meant. I don't know if that meant would rather lose them both than have another global pandemic that one of their stars refuses to be vaccinated against so he can play the sport. I don't know what the status quo was, but it seemed like things were pretty bad. And then somewhere around six-ish today. Yeah, just after six. Kyrie opts in for his last like on the books year with the Nets. Some stuff could probably still change. I don't think I don't think Durant's going anywhere now. Um, potentially, he he could. Um, seems again quite unlikely that that would happen though. Um, and that kind of takes the wind out of the sails of me trying to drive the KD to Suns hype train. Um, you know what? It, you know what? It maybe starts back over though. You know, trains rearing up. The DeAndre Ayton for a worse player hype train. I was gonna say Ben Simmons, but yeah. That might be true. I did go through a trade. Um, I mean, neither of them played in their last playoff game. So no, it's no. This is true. The same. Ben Simmons gets a lot more heat for being a worse player who plays roughly the same amount as Kyrie. Not quite as much, but you know, it's a rounding error difference. Um, so yeah, that look, that Nets team might just stay wild. We'll see. But I, there, there's a minute here from Bomani Jones on the right time, the most recent edition of his podcast about all this that I thought was interesting and and, um, I was listening to this earlier today and I wanted to save it and so Rudy hasn't heard it yet Um, but there there is something in here that I just thought would be special for us did you see the this is producer game Lillard posted on his IG yes I did yes I did and I'm like look dang the weed ain't that good out there (laughs) like first of all what y'all got to give up that's number one and Dave Lillard's like oh yeah we gonna put this Kevin Durant jersey on him let me tell you what it's going to take to get Kevin Durant from the Nets. Dame Lillard, you're going to have to come over here, buddy. Like, Anthony Simons is not going to be enough to headline that trade. Ooh. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even remember who else played for y'all. Not quite sure. All I know is it's not Myers Leonard. He don't play for nobody. <laughs> Other than that, I'm not really sure. But, hey, man, if Durant's out there, if I am the... Denver Nuggets. That's the hey. team where I'm like, yo, you go find a way. Hey. Can you imagine if somehow they were able to get out there with Jokic, Michael Porter, Jamal Murray, and Kevin Durant? So make it Jokic, Kevin Durant, and then one of those two guys, whichever one. Oh, man, we might be canceling Christmas. Oh, boy. Now, I, I am in. I, I knew I you'd be in. in. I thought this would Sid fuel. Michael Porter Jr.'s <laughs> back in his. Yo, him and Kyrie would get along just great. They, I'm they, sure uh, that's true. Porter Jr. and Kyrie see eye to eye on a lot of things. <laughs> ben Simmons can just hang out. It's, easy, it's not a problem. easy to see eye to eye when you're on a you know flat surface like the, like the earth. Like the earth. I, I knew that you would be in on that. I knew that the idea Ooh. of. Denver being a destination spot. Jokic, Durant, and Jamal Murray. I knew oh, that. Man. I knew that 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 those words together would totally throw you for a loop. The dream. The issue now is the dream is already dead. The dream is well, dead before you knew it was dead because because I I. We'll see. Can you imagine Kyrie staying and Durant getting out of there for some reason? 
here's what I will say. I I, I do not know I, those two. I mean, obviously they they went to Brooklyn together because they 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 are friends, right? They they became friends in the uh, the 2016 Olympics uh, down in Brazil. That's how they they knew each other. They like each other. At the very least, did like each other. I assume their relationship is still relatively fine. Yes, but did um, you see one of the reports today? And again, right now, who knows if any of these reports are real? Yeah. One of the reports today was, or and, and uh, KD said this on a podcast. I think it might be his podcast. We'll talk more about Draymond's podcast later. But Durant said, Too many "Podcasts out there." <laughs> Listen, I agree. <laughs> Too many podcasts. Um, and the uh, really Rudy Salad Bar show um, will be debuting. I'm glad you went ahead and teased it there, Rudy. But we will Rudy's uh, special podcast where he just talks about the abs. Uh, it's five days a week, four hours a day, no commercials. Um, it's actually it starts when AES ends, so it goes from 10 p.m. to 2 a to yeah, that's right, 2 a.m. It's nothing but the abs and salads. It's just, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, two love a good salad. Uh, look, I do too, man. I think a good salad is really underrated. We've talked about this, but uh, the the report was that KD had or that he said he had not talked to the Nets front office, so he was not going to get involved in Kyrie's situation. That seems like a bad sign to me for for that for that entire group. You you like like Katie kind of choreographed all of that, right? The Nets yeah. just were happy to have a couple of like he, elite players joining them. He was the you could say the LeBron of all this, right? He is the one who built the team. He if, was the one who recruited everybody. If all of a sudden <laughs> If all of a sudden Lebo was like, "Hey man, Rudy's been really hard to get a hold of recently. He didn't show up for half of the shows last year because we said that one of the rules at 810 is that you have to wear pants every every other day. And he would only come in on days where he was did not forced to wear pants. Do you want Rudy to stick around though? Like we have us figure this out. We're about to have our, you know, no pants ever, whatever. Never I've lost the analogy. <laughs> I've lost the analogy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> got away, got away like those pants did. It really, <laughs> it really did. It like, all right, we're about to get out. We're, you know, we're out of this space where we're going to force Rudy to wear pants, so he can come and keep producing in the tidy whities or whatever, as long as he has his own chair. And if I was like Lebo, I am not going to get involved in Rudy's resigning. That would be a pretty bad. I think that would reflect poorly. On how I feel about working with Rudy. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe Katie wants out. Maybe he's going to be a nugget. I don't know. The, the, one, uh, the dream is know, alive. Uh, Yo, know, the, there, there is like that part of me. Like, because it, it, like, if we're just talking like just purely basketball, it does make sense. Like if you're like, if you were KD and you had to go somewhere like re- reasonably where you could go, right? That a, a team has to have assets to trade. They have to have salary cap room. Some of their great assets are going to Brooklyn to get yes. you. Yes. Denver makes a lot of sense. If you, if, if you, if it was Jokic, Kevin Dre and Jamal Murray, I mean, that team's the favorite to win the West, right? Right. Um, yes, I wasn't even thinking about that question. I was thinking about a question that I had asked myself, which is, what is this podcast hour going to be called? And I think calling it the Rudy Salas hour isn't bad, but isn't as good as it could be, mm-hmm. you know? We got something to workshop it. Um, I just have to hope. D- Denver, the center of the sp- the flat sports world. I'm not sure. I don't know. I just got to hope you that KD 
wants to cause some sort of harm to Kyrie, <laughs> like emotionally, not physically. And if he just and, slapped him. And then after Irving has committed, he is just like, okay, I'm out. That or it's just Kyrie just decides for whatever reason I'm not going to play basketball for a couple of weeks. He's just like, hey, I need a mental break. She pulls a Dennis Rodman and then Kim Durant's just like, that's it. Trade me. I'm done. Goodness, I'd be so happy. Ain't there a lot of... It's not. Here's the thing. Like, unfortunately for what... Like, it is... Like, I've always thought it was a little weird that, like, uh, like that Denver isn't more of a destination city, just in the sense that, like, it it does seem like a a city... Like, you hear players say all the time how they love going there to Mm. play. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems like a oh, just a great city, especially like for NBA players. Do you think there are players that take a full extra duffel bag with them yeah, to Colorado? Yes. An empty duffel bag that comes back as a full duffel bag, and just but it's just not a destination spot, you know. And it's just LeBron and Josh Kroenke are friends, and LeBron wouldn't even give us a meeting, which I mean I'm happy about. <laughs> I mean, look how that's went. Like, yeah. we, we would have traded Jokic for Russell Westbrook. And just, <laughs> that would have been a nightmare. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, we continue talking sports. This show's been very sportsy. I have, uh, I have some real silly stuff that I want to get to tonight as well, but legally we need to take a commercial break. Also, the Royals called up Vinny Pasquantino and traded Carlos Santana. We might need to wait till tomorrow to get to the rest of that story. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. I got two nuggets. I'm happy. Rudy got two nuggets, everybody. I got two I got in my two nuggets. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. I have a dumb Twitter question, you know, build your team with $15. One's got to go for your, you know... You get orange slices, apple juice, and I don't know. You know those games? This one here is from uh, at my Mad Scientist FF on Twitter. You earn the money amount associated with the sport you would give up watching forever. Which sport are you cashing in on? Which one pays the most? Well, here's the thing. Because it's an easy decision. I think that you... I, I, let, me, let me give you the four options here. Because I, I think this is a fun one. I would like to make an adjustment and a suggestion, but we'll, I'll give you the original first. You give up Major League Baseball forever. You never, you're never, phys- I'm going to say if there's a baseball game on, you're, in your mind, that is a black screen. Yeah. You just can't perceive it. You um, have to pay 10 bucks. It says watching, so I don't know if there's anything there. Uh, but if you give up Major, if you are physically unable to watch baseball ever again, um, you actually have to pay $100. That was a joke. You get a hundred grand for giving up baseball. Five hundred grand for giving up NHL hockey. One million dollars for giving up the NBA. Five million for giving up the NFL. Now look, I would, I would. I mean, these these are all. If, if this genie popped out of a of a lamp, you'd be happy to meet him. For you know, this is all oh, a lot of money. Yeah. But do you have any hesitation, Rudy? Because five million dollars is a lot more than five hundred k. Which we just talked about hockey for the majority of this hour, and I like that's that's an easy one for mm-hmm. most people in the market here. NBA for a million is probably easy for a lot of people. I think there's a hilarious question of would you pay four million dollars to get the NFL on your television screen if and you if you have a million in your pocket. I love Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs have brought me a lot of joy. 
But I still got Kentucky football on Saturdays, baby, and $5 million is, uh, I, like, I, I wouldn't have to think about it. I'd just be like, yeah, like, give me, uh, okay, NFL, sorry, done. I agree. Give me $5 million. I'll, like, I'm a Kentucky football guy. We're a football school. I'm good. The, even if you, and honestly, even the if you threw in there is too strong. football as well. There's All football. football, sure. Yeah, no, no problem. Five mil, yeah. done. I mean, I would, I'm trying to think of other things that I love that I would give up for $5 million, and it's pretty much everything. I, I don't know if there's a thing I, w- I mean, like, besides, like, family. And even then, depending on which family which members member, of the family, they yeah. would understand, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, we'll take care of you. Um, I mean, I probably also wouldn't take care of them, but they, 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 I'd be happy. They'd be happy with that. I'm happy, I think. You know, there's a lot of ways to wriggle around to that. What if it's $1 million to $2 million NBA to NFL? I think I'm still taking NFL. That's a lot easily, of money. Because it's just a, it's an extra million, and like, I, I like watching the NBA. Yeah, I do too. I think I think that the ratios here are not quite right because I think that the is, idea of spending four million dollars yeah. to watch the NFL. There are probably some people though who would just be like here in Kansas City, be like, "Yeah, NBA one million. I'm not greedy and I get to keep watching Chiefs." I'm and I'm Which fine. I'm not. No, no. I've given that some thought. I'm not saying that that's, that's dumb. I'm not saying that that's dumb necessarily. It just puts a very high dollar amount on the value of NFL football. I don't know. I wish somebody would present me with this offer. That's sort of what I'm ending up with. <laughs> That's I, what I wish. I think that every time we do the like money game, hey, would you do whatever for a hundred bucks? We're always like, yeah, I just wish somebody would offer I wish that to somebody me. Somebody would actually offer it. Hey, would you stop watching <laughs> TBS for not but only through the months of February, not March Madness? Like, yeah, I'll take your dollar. That's fine. Pay me to not do something, please.